Welcome to the Art Life Faith Podcast. This is the show where we talk about art, what it has to do with your life, and what it has to do with the Christian faith. And I'm your host, Roger Lowther. Okay, this is episode six, Taking a Pounding. There is so much brokenness in this world. Just by me speaking to you right now, it's very likely that some of you are suffering or someone you know is suffering, especially now during COVID-19. I mean, life is hard and we would be fools to think otherwise. It's a terrible part of this world. And you know, frankly, it makes me a little bit angry. We want to protect the ones we love from suffering, but we can't. So where is there hope in that? You know, how can we keep on going? How do we overcome this? Well, this podcast is about art, life, and faith. Art comes in different forms, and one of these forms is food. Food, not just something to get us through the day, okay? I suppose we could take pills for that if we needed to. At least that's what a lot of sci-fi films say about the future. But no, we have this amazing abundance of food in so many possibilities, that make up all the different cuisines of the world, right? So Japanese food, Korean food, Chinese food, Thai food, Italian food, my favorite, Greek food. They're all different. And sometimes they're using the same ingredients. So like so much in our culture, we have the power to manipulate it. And I believe it tells us something about the world, the way that we see the world Food, too, I believe, can tell us something about hope in our suffering. Now, of course, every culture is looking for hope. That's what makes us universally human. And in Japan, when I eat mochi, I have hope. Okay, it's kind of a strange thing, I know, to say about food, but hey, it's true. Mochi gives me hope. I think about it a lot, actually. You may think me strange for saying that. Uh, but no, some of you may not even know what this is. So let me back up and explain. It's an unsweetened, chewy rice cake, a kind of food that's made through pounding. Sometimes our family toasts it. Sometimes we grill it in olive oil. Sometimes we put it in a stew. But mochi, here's the important point. Mochi is made through crushing By hitting and pounding and crushing this food, it becomes stronger, durable, lasts longer. And I need this kind of message in my life, something that's stronger because of its suffering, that makes the suffering worthwhile. I remember the first time I ate mochi, it was at my son's kindergarten, so let me try to Picture the scene for you. Laughter filled the air. The sound of something being hit was reverberating off the walls all around me. And a woman turned to me and smiled. She wore this festive red and white headband in bright blue, white, and red clothing known as a hoppy, which I thought was a pretty appropriate name for the occasion. She pointed to this large wooden mallet telling me that it was my turn. So I picked it up surprised by how heavy it was and there in front of me was a big wooden mortar filled with hot steaming rice a man crouched next to the rice 
ready to turn it over between each of my hits. Okay, don't hit his hands, I told myself as I rose the mallet over my head. Bam, bam. I mean, mochi making is such a violent process. In order to make these Japanese rice cakes, the mallet needs to come down hard in order to crush the rice. It was fun, but at the end of the day, I had blistered hands and a sore back. But every single kernel of that rice was pounded. The source of its strength is its pounding. The source of its durability is its suffering. It's amazing how mochi preserves so well. You can keep it in the fridge for a really long time. And two little pieces have about the same number of calories as an entire bowl of rice. So in the cold winter months, it's great for keeping the body warm. I think we are like mochi. Hit over and over again. Crushed. Pounded. Sickness. Loss. Broken relationships. Unrealized dreams. When we're wounded or in pain or hear traumatic news, or in my case, poked with needles, sometimes we may even pass out. One way the body protects itself. Nothing good can come from this, we tell ourselves. But if we're anything like mochi, then pain and suffering can actually transform us into something stronger. The very thing which we think is killing us can actually help us grow. James wrote, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. James 1, 2-4 Do we want trials to grow and mature? No, of course not. We don't want to suffer. It's not nice. Why would we want that? I mean, who would? Yet, God uses even this. God works through brokenness that we may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. We don't change by being comfortable. In fact, it may do just the opposite. It may even ruin us, make us unable to change or empathize with others. We have to be broken to be reshaped. And there's so many examples of this in the Bible. There's Job, who lost his children, his health, his property, everything he had. But through it, he actually came to know God better. I had only heard about you before, he said, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. Job 42, 5. There are the Israelites pounded over and over again in the wilderness as God transformed them into a stronger people. And there's the persecution of the early church and the growth it received through that. God wants good things for us, and he would never allow the pain and suffering of this world to be without meaning. When we're crushed, we receive endurance. When we're pounded, God is made stronger in us. Through adversity, we're prepared for something greater. Trials are an opportunity to know God and rely on Him. 
to rely on his power rather than our own power, to look to him rather than to ourselves. Jesus trusted God and died in order that we may trust God and live. He was crushed for our iniquities, suffered so we could be healed. The hands and feet of Jesus were literally pounded on the cross for our sake. The world may try to pound us into the ground, but through it we are transformed to be more like Jesus. He knows what we face. He empathizes with our trials. He experiences our pain. He shares in our suffering wherever and whenever we are. So do you see why Mochi gives me hope? It reminds me how, by God's grace, the suffering of this world will not destroy us. This is Roger Lowther, and you've been listening to Episode 6, Taking a Pounding of the Art Life Faith Podcast. As we say in Japan, Ja, mata ne, see you next time. Mm-hmm.